Hi guys, thank you so much for downloading this episode of the What The Fart Like podcast. Matt and I are super excited to be joining you for about the next hour or so for some light-hearted, running-themed chatter. Isn't that right, Matthew? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Um, before we do, though, we just want to ask a couple of quick favours of you. If you do enjoy the show today and you haven't already done so, please, please, please take a moment to rate, subscribe, review. This means that next week's episode will be available to download the minute it becomes available, but also it will help us grow our brand and move up the podcast rankings. Also, we're super, super active on social media and would love to hear from you. All of our info is in our bio. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. We also have a dedicated email account that's checked daily. Uh, If you've got any feedback, you want to talk to us, just come and have a word with us. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And with that in mind, Matthew, should we get to the show? Let's get on with it. Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're sharing a friend to gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of the Brown community. If you're 17, 25, push it in. Hello. What's blue and smells like green paint? What's blue and smells like green paint? I ain't got a clue. Blue paint. <laughs> well, well, I've got another one. What's pink and fluffy? I don't know. Pink fluff. Hey! Uh, both of those dad jokes were for Jen Morgan, our friend across the sea. I told you I'd do it. You, I'm sorry and you're welcome. Uh, Matt. Uh, okay, let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, yep. welcome to episode four of the What the Fart Like podcast. My name's Rob. And I'm Matt. And we're not together, mate, are we? Oh, the, uh, the fine climbs of Mr. Boris Johnson have uh, made us stay apart a little bit. Yeah, no, and, 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 and I, I'm, I'm in the What the Fart Like studio as usual, but you're not, are you? Where are you? I, I'm currently walking around uh, the Sheffield Interchange <laughs> with people walking about <laughs> around there and looking at Look. me funny. Looking at you like you're an absolute madman. <laughs> good, good. Uh, how are you though, mate? I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ticking along. Sad I can't yeah. see. Well, I was going to say sad that you're not here, but I saw you two days ago. We just can't see each other indoors, can we? Oh no, it's a bit crappy now. I think his missuses are a bit happy about that, though, aren't they? <laughs> but yeah, they they get us to themselves for a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, what have we got today? We got a patch on, we Matt today. Not, not, not that us being apart is going to ruin anything. Uh, we're still plugging on. What have we got today? Yeah, we've got an uh, interview with Ruth. Ruth uh, summing up the uh, World Championship Half Marathon. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, and we've, uh, I want, we're going to talk a little bit about some, some other bits as well. I think we've got, uh, I want to talk a little bit. One of the things that Ruth talks about is, uh, is how she balances a hectic family life with running and she does it really well. And <laughs> from yeah. chatting me, me, me and you don't. So we'll talk a little <laughs> about getting kids into running as well. Um, Make Matt Run Challenge. That's exciting. We've got Joe standing in for you this week, haven't we? We're, we have, yes. Yeah, she's, uh, uh, are, we, are we alluding to the fact that what she's, uh, she's going to be drawing? We'll do that later well, on. They know, they know, don't they? Because we've told everybody you're melon. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> Joe is drawing a what the fart like bus, guys. So we're going to be calling Joe up in a little bit and finding out how that went. Um, and we've got another caption contest to do. So we've got a pack show, haven't we? Um, before we do, though, can I just say something that really disappointed me, Matt? Go on, then. 
Do you remember I stood on the precipice of shame last week and told my wildy story? Yes. And do you remember how I was like really excited to hear other people's wildy stories? Yes, yes. Nobody came back to me. Nobody. 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 Nobody, nobody owned up. Nobody is willing to to share a wildy story with me. Oh, actually, somebody, somebody got in touch with me. Did uh, they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they inboxed me, uh, sent an email, uh, and they've actually uh, got a wildy story for you. Uh, this recorded a bit of a segment, so if you wanna wanna play it, or yeah, let's let's play, let's do it. I'm excited. <laughs> Well, hi there, guys. Uh, great show, and that. Uh, just ringing up to uh, submit my Poogate story, my uh, wildy story. You alluded to last week. You wanted people to ring and uh, tell their stories. Uh, I'm just on my bus. On, on, sorry, on the bus to work. Uh, I'm gonna gonna work in a minute. Uh, I work as a, um, uh, a shoemaker. Yeah, yeah, shoemaker. I work as a shoemaker, and um, I just wanted to. Uh, Say something before I started, Rob. Uh, this is to you. Leave, uh, leave Matt alone, mate. He's a decent lad. He knows what he's talking about. He only pretends to be stupid, and uh, I think he's, he's a decent bloke. You know, uh, like I said, I only act. Stu- I mean, he, he only acts stupid for the show, just to make you look good, mate. So that's 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 all I'm going to go on on the subject. Uh, so so my story, wildy story. I, I run commute home from work sometimes. And um, on this particular day, I, uh, I decided to set off, knowing that I slightly needed to go to the loo, you know. Uh, I thought, oh, I'll be okay. I've had that feeling before, and I've set off, I've got home, I've been fine. Uh, but this particular day, I got like 20 minutes, half an hour from home. And, um, you know, that, that feeling comes over you, you know, the, the, the sweats, uh, the, the, the need, the desperation. You know, that happened, and I, I was on can, on the canal, and luckily there's bushes and that. So I, I dove in the bushes, uh, made sure there no people about that. I, I, well, I nipped one off basically. Uh, but the funny story to this, mate, is is the fact that I I ran down there uh, this summer. Um, bear, bear in mind, I did this this wild year, maybe a year and a half before. And uh, I went down there this summer, and there was a couple of chaps in the place that had done this wildy, and um, they were training. <laughs> they, they'd got the punching bags up on the trees, <laughs> and 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 they got you know <laughs> they got the pads up and the mats on the floor for sit ups and that. And I I just walked past and was absolutely chuckled to myself, <laughs> and you know <laughs> that's my wildy story. Uh, obviously, this this remains anonymous. Uh, I don't don't want people knowing who I am. But like I said again, leave Matt alone. He's a decent chap. All right, mate. See you later. Doing good show, mate. Have a good one. Bye bye. Uh, anonymous. Yeah, it was anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous. They they don't want the name sharing. Yeah. <laughs> that you know what I feel sorry. You know that the entire city of. Liverpool region is currently on tier three lockdown. Life could not get much harder for them at the moment, and I feel that somehow you doing that bit has made it worse for them. What? What, what do you mean, me doing that bit? It's like it's anonymous. Some somebody <laughs> random person's inbox me. You started off sounding like Silla Black, and you finished <laughs> off more than Irish. I don't. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> 
I don't know what you mean there. <laughs> okay, it is an it's a great anonymous story. Ah, ah, you know what? Actually, this has given me an idea. Maybe, Matt, people are a little bit shy to talk about pooing themselves in public right. on a podcast. Who who wouldn't be? So I have a I have a follow-up proposition to people. If you have a funny, wildy story, but you don't want to share who you are, understandably. If you would like to send it to us privately and tell it us, Matt, <laughs> with, with, <laughs> I know what's coming here. With his plethora of incredible accents, will do a uh, what do they call it? A, a, a recreation, uh, like like nine, like do you remember nine 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 the TV show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt a reenactment. Re- 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 a reenactment. That's it. So yeah, please do send us your wildy stories, uh, Matt. Yes. Would you rather? Oh, here we go. Run a marathon in flippers, yes. yeah, right. divers yeah. flippers, right? Or run a marathon in dress shoes. Marathon in flippers or dress shoes? Yeah, Does that mean I've got to wear a dress with it, or <laughs> no, no, no dress, no, no dress shoes, like like smart shoes, school shoes. Ah, right. Well, that's easy. <laughs> that's easy, isn't it? Oh. It's, it's, it's dress shoes. Mate, you don't want to do it. You want to do it in flippers, would you? Twenty-six miles in like tight new smart shoes. Yeah, but twenty-six miles in flippers. Come on. No, think about it. If you're wearing flippers, yeah, yeah. it's clearly a comedy routine. You can run that marathon in six hours, can't you? And nobody's gonna bat an eyelid. Yeah, if true. you're running them in shoes, you're just gonna end up absolutely ruining your feet. <laughs> but surely you still ruin your feet in flippers. Have you tried walking in flippers? Uh, no, I'll be honest. I am not a seasoned flipper walker. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nor am I, mate. My, my <laughs> so with that minimal level of experience, you're saying dress shoes. Yes, yes, dress shoes, definitely. I think flippers. I'd go the whole hog. I'd put the I'd put the swimming costume on, the tutu, oh, the snorkel. And I'd raise money for a good cause, I reckon. That'd be my... That's a good oh, shout, well, you could do the same thing dressed as James Bond. Is th- this is our this is our next race routine, isn't it? <laughs> James, oh, J- J- James Bond and the scuba dive. <laughs> they're not winkle pickers, are they? She's these dress shoes. Maybe I don't know. You're not buying them. Let's buy some com- comfy dress shoes then. See, up there uh, for thinking. Down there for dancing. Love yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Agree to disagree. Um... We've got some running-related chatter today, this week, Matt, haven't we? Yeah, um, have, yes. Championships were this week. They were, yes. Uh, Kipl- uh, Jacob Kiplimo uh, won it uh, yeah. in 58-49. Jakey was racing. Kipta guy was racing, wasn't he? He was racing, yeah. He only came fourth, though. Yeah, I, I heard afterwards that he basically said he's put too much into 5,000 and 10,000 metres and he just wasn't ready for a half marathon. I'm fed up of these excuses. It was, <laughs> it was <laughs> kick joke of the week and now it's... I know. Ch- I know. Do you know what, though? It's funny. We say it jokingly. Of course we say it jokingly. It's incredible what these guys do week in, week out. But do you not think that's a sign of the times, the fact? Because there, wasn't a, there was no world record, was there, in the men's? Um, half marathon. Uh, uh, it was it was a championship record. Championship record. record it was yes. a world record. So when a world record doesn't doesn't fall at the moment, you're just like, well, that was yeah, shit. Not, <laughs> yeah. not bothered. Not crap. Useless. Uh, women, <laughs> no, the women. There was a world record in the women's race, wasn't there? 
uh, yes, they were. Uh, I mean, where let me find a name? Uh, Jeff Churcher, yeah. won it. Uh, Kenyon, one hour five and sixteen seconds. Yeah, amazing. So yeah, well, I assume on a whim without seeing the pictures, wearing like vapor flies, perhaps. Yeah, I think some were wearing. I think there were a couple wearing vapor flies, and a couple were wearing the Adidas uh, versions of the same shoe. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Just more brands. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, what I will say though, the um, the fact that they run it in under an hour. I uh, I, I rode to work yesterday because obviously I'm injured, so I've been doing some cycling. Yeah. It, I, I averaged uh, eleven minute, eleven eleven miles an hour. Right. And these these guys ran ran that race in thirteen miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, but but to be fair, Matt. The stabilizers do slow you down. Don't oh, <laughs> there you, go. you set me up for that one. Knocked it out. Oh, you set ah. me up for that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Is that so? What is that a real compliment to their speed, or are you just crap on a bike? I don't, I don't, I don't know what's so what, on a bike. Is eleven miles what? an hour normal for a bike? Well, it was it was a steady plod to work. So what I'm saying is, if I wanted to beat them in a race, yeah, it'd have to be downhill, <laughs> and, I'd be, and I'd have to be riding a bike. <laughs> Um, but surely if they were going downhill, they'd run faster as well. Yeah, mm. but still, I can just pedal a bit faster, can't I? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, I reckon so. Uh, but I tell you what, before we move on, though, I did want to call out. Um, do you know what I think is great? It right. seems, I don't know what you reckon, I was talking to Jack about this last week. It feels like athletics is just being talked about more lately. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's just because we're obviously maybe it's just because we're talking about it on this podcast, and obviously yeah. that's having interest because we're so popular. But but no, seriously, it just feels like there's more interest growing. I don't know whether it's because of lockdown, people are just getting interested in what the elites are doing because there's less kind of amateur racing that kind of stuff going on. I don't know, but it, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, possibly, but like you say, it could also be the fact that we're. We're interested in it, so it would to pay more attention to it as well. But yeah, it might yeah, have always been there. It's just the first time being just started looking at it and butchering these athletes' names on a weekly basis. Yeah, um, to the point. I hope there's no races next week. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? If we, just, just the week of Matt not having to pronounce names incorrectly would be a dream. Um, but I, I think it's a good thing, though. I think I think it's nice that it seems that that racing's on the radar. Um, so we're going to talk to Ruth in a bit. One of the things that I alluded to at the start, Matt, was that Ruth talks quite passionately in this conversation about the fact that her and, and Adrian, her husband, balance running with their family life um, and that their kids kind of come on the journey with them from running. And, and I thought it opened up a nice, a nice little conversation for us because I don't know about you, but I've listened back to that interview and all I had proper FOMO all the way through it because all I was thinking was, how do you get your kids out running? Because mine yes. will bloody entertain it. You have to prize them away from Xbox, don't we? Just to, just to go and kick a football about or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, it, it'd be interesting to see, because I do see on Instagram, there are these families that, you know, the kids run with them and it's a bit of a family thing, you know, junior park yeah. run, um, all that kind of stuff. But I just can't. I can't. I, my, my eldest was was keen at first. Um, see, go on, sorry. See, I, yeah, see, I, I never knew that part, junior park run existed until you mentioned it to, to yeah. me when, when we met. Uh, obviously, I'd only signed up to I'd, I'd signed up to uh, park run seven years ago, and I've only done three. 
Yeah. <laughs> You've hardly got an encyclopedic knowledge of parkrun, have you? So, no, no. I didn't like because I didn't know parkrun existed. So I'd sign, I've signed them up to uh, to normal parkrun because they can race some of the parkrun races, can't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, yeah. at, the, at an older age, but well, obviously they can, age, but they can only do it without you with, holding that hand, basically from eleven. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I've, <laughs> they've not even been out and done one with me yet. So. No. No, it just like the point I was trying to make was like my eldest Alex. So, so yeah, started to get in the bug a little bit. Got him down to a couple of junior part runs. He did a three k race, uh, Normanby Hall. It was a curlies race. It was really well organised, really good. It was chip timed and everything, so he got a proper medal. It wasn't one of those you know those those daft fun runs that just feel like a bit of a an add on to make a bit more money. It was really well put together. Um, he did an adult park run in a really good time. Um, this was all when he was about seven. Right. And then, but the problem I got was, as soon as he found football, not interested. Yeah, it's like like my kids. Well, my your last kids, kids aren't yeah, they? both both my steps stepsons have both played football under under thirteens, I think it is, and under twelves. So yeah, that that's all they bothered about football. If you, if you say, oh, let's go out for a run, it'll improve your uh, your fitness for football and this that and the other. Uh, they're, they're not interested. They just oh. see it as boring. Yeah. It's weird. Maybe we're doing something wrong. I mean, ultimately, as long as they're happy and getting exercise, that's yeah. that's amazing. But yeah. as they get older, because I think football, I think when kids get to a certain age, you've got. I mean, your lads are really into it, and and your wife Donna really, really drives them, drives that on, that passion on in them, doesn't support them. But like, I think what you find is that as you get to secondary school age you've got to be really passionate and into it. So there must be a lot of kids that play football in primary school and then it kind of falls away just because, I, I don't know, just because, you know, the, the standard gets higher and it gets harder and that casual kind of enjoyment goes away. But it, that's when it worries me a little bit is how do you, how, how do I then get him back into thinking about running? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's also, it's also you, you want to want to spend time with them as well, don't you? I mean, if that's, if you, you enjoy running, you want them to get into it. You don't want to push them too much. But obviously, you want that. You want them to get that fitness, and there you is, want to spend time with them. Yeah, there is a bit of a selfish aspect to it, isn't there? It's like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I, Alex played football for for years, and I, I love going on a Sunday morning and, and watching him. But it wasn't yeah. a it wasn't a shared interest. You know what I mean? I couldn't do anything other than stand on the sideline and cheer. I wasn't involved. And yeah, whereas we're running, I almost felt like it was something we did together. You know, we go out and train, and we could do part runs, and but. You know. I think that's that's probably one of one of the reasons I, I took up refereeing then as well because obviously you were, like say you stood on sidelines you're not really getting involved. Yeah. And I took up refereeing and I'm I'm in the middle then and, and being involved a little bit more. <laughs> not yeah. not that they like me refereeing I, them. I was about to say just getting a use <laughs> hurled at yeah and injuring yourself on a weekly basis. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a it's a strange one. It's a funny one though, isn't it? Because I don't know. I think because obviously we've got Isaac and. Uh, Isaac and, and Harry are two our younger lads. Maybe we should just force them into it. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe the problem that is that we've given them a choice. Um, yeah. So Harry, Isaac and Harry are definitely going to. Um, they're, they're nearly ready for um, for junior park run. So once yes. COVID passes, maybe we should just maybe we should be those parents. You yeah, know, like should do, those yeah. overburdened. Yeah, overburdened, and then and then then race them against each other. Yeah. Oh yes, that's it. It's on. Yeah, definitely. Both <laughs> get the uh, vapor flies for them. Junior vapor flies. Junior vapor flies. <laughs> Could you imagine showing up at Junior Parker in a pair of like two hundred pounds, three hundred pound vapor flies? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it? Good. It'd be, good. Good one. Talking a bit of conversation. It'd be interesting to see if anybody listening 
if their kids message us guys if your kids are super into running or if you if by turn like us do struggle to to get them into running do do let us know um because it's, it's it's an interesting topic i think especially listening to ruth who clearly manages it so well maybe she's just a better parent than us <laughs> <laughs> possibly i don't know we need to we need to bribe them maybe it's uh i'll play you on fifa or xbox if i win you come out for a run with me <laughs> Yeah, that'll never happen though. Because yeah, I never win either on, it, on Xbox. Um, uh, right. Well, let's let's get over in a minute to speak to a real parent who <laughs> is capable of raising her children. Um, but before we do, I did. We're not. Uh, you know, we normally shout out companies, Matt. Yeah. That's one of our our go tos, isn't it? But we decided not to do that this week, um, and instead, I want to talk about a challenge. That is being done by Carl Orm. Yes. You know all fighting about this, the, don't you? Yeah. Is it Fighting the Dad Bod on Instagram? Fighting the Dad Bod on Instagram. That's it. Now, do you know that Carl is doing 10 marathons in 10 days? He is, yes. He's, <laughs> have you seen what he's wearing while he's doing it as well? He's doing it dressed as a giant boob. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a right tit. Wait, that was too easy, <laughs> mate. That was, <laughs> that was all. I do apologise. Yeah, I almost feel so sorry for people listening. <laughs> that was worse than the paint joke. Um, oh, yeah. So it's, he's, he's raising money for breast cancer now. Yeah. Really, really good cause. Um, he, is. he is trying to raise £10,000, which is a mind-boggling sum of money yeah, um, when you think about it. Um, but get on this, six grand already. Wow. Six grand. So he's already... Three fifths of the way there. That was quick maths, wasn't it? Didn't even prepare that. I just did it off the top of my head. Um, three fifths of the way there. Um, and our plea is two things. One, go over and check him out. And if you are going to make one donation to a charity cause this year, I think someone doing ten marathons ten days in a row is a pretty flipping good one to do. Uh, close to my heart as well. I've raised money for breast cancer awareness before as well. So um, so I think it's a really great cause. Um, so go over, check out Carl fighting the dad bod. Um, see what he's doing. His last run is going to be tomorrow, the day after this goes live, um, which is the 23rd. And it coincides with a breast cancer awareness day that's run by breast cancer now. So the second plea that we've got is that what breast cancer now do is that on this day, they encourage people to... Um, uh, we're pink. Yes. In in for to raise awareness. So what we're going to do at the what the fartlek team is we're all going to go for a run wearing something pink, and we're going to plaster our Instagrams with it, and we would encourage you to do the same. Yes. So um, if you have something pink in the back of your wardrobe and you're planning to go for a run on Friday, whack it on, whack a picture on the gram. Make sure you tag us so we can share it. Make sure you tag Carl to show him your support. But most importantly, go over and uh, and, and chuck him a bit of money because. Yeah. Um, Pretty amazing cause, isn't it, mate? It is, definitely, yeah. 100%. 100%. Right then, so should we have a chat with the incredibly inspirational Ruth Bennett? Let's go. Right then, Ruth, how are we doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, thank you for coming on. You are our first female guest. Amazing. Pleased and to hear that's really good. An honour indeed. <laughs> it is, it is a real honour, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, we're... Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Um, really looking forward to chatting uh, uh, tonight. Uh, I've followed you for quite a while on Instagram, so um, it's going to be a familiar chat, I believe, but a very, very <laughs> good one all the same. Uh, no real structure for today. Uh, just want to find out a bit about you, your running journey, and uh, and some of the things that you've been doing and what you've got in plan, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Brilliant. So, well, we'll see. Give, give it, give it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, so I'm going to start in the same place. I start with everybody. Um, common thread that binds us is running, of course. So do you want to tell me a little bit? You've been running for a long time, haven't you? So do you want to tell me a little bit about how you got into running? Yeah, I have. I've always run. I ran at school a little bit, did cross country and stuff like that. Um, but then uh, I sort of fell out of love with it as I, as I went to university and stuff like that. I always did a bit here and there. And then when I was at university, my dad, uh, who was incredibly unfit and incredibly not into running at all, decided that he was going to take it up. Um, and I joined him and I used to, it used to be something that I used to do, come back from university and holidays and weekends. And we got quite into it. Um, started off with 5k again and did lots of events like that and then as I as I went through university we started built up to marathon half marathons and then marathons and so on um, and I guess yeah so I've had lots of breaks always I've had two children uh, life takes over as well so there's been lots of breaks in between but I've always come back to it it's something that it's a, just a passion that I've always had and I always come back to it and I think as I've got older uh, you know this as well having young children it's that thing for yourself um, it's that having that thing that you can really enjoy um, where it's you know you've just got that time and that headspace and I love learning as well. So as I've got older, I've sort of learned a lot more about running. I've, you know, through Instagram, through talking to people, through joining a running club, I've actually found that I can actually get better. So I used to just run. I didn't even really have it. I didn't even like, I didn't even use a watch. I used to just run. That sounds mad now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I know what? It wasn't even on Strava. Um, but yeah, now obviously I have become more competitive with myself and I've found that kind of love for it. But that's quite new, really. Um, I most of my adult life I've just run I've just and I've entered events and I wouldn't even know what time I did I just did it for the enjoyment of it completely um, and but as I've got older I've enjoyed the improvement side um, most people who follow me on Instagram for a while know that my dad died um, about 12 years ago and so I ran with him a long long time I did promise I wasn't going to make you cry but I am I can't promise completely just, yeah. just, just for the benefit of people listening Ruth and I have got a five minute catch up before this started, right? So, this is going to be a light-hearted. I've done some pretty intense things recently, and we're going to have a nice, light-hearted conversation where you're not going to make me cry. Yeah. And we are three minutes in, and you're yeah. going to make me cry. <laughs> I know, all right. Continue. I was like trying to think of a way around it to talk about it in a light-hearted way, but there, there isn't really one. So yeah, so I stopped. Run I stopped running when I lost my dad uh, because all my roots were around his house, and and I'd run together for you know we had run together for a long time, uh, but then it was something I went back to um, to deal with my grief and to sort of feel close to him uh, and I think that's really one of those things that's kept me going like when I've had a bad run or I've had a bad run you know a bad stretch of runs I always think what would my dad have said and you know my dad's not here so he would tell me to get on with it um so I think that you know as I've carried on in the last few years and I've documented that quite a lot I talk quite a lot about that uh running's a massive part of that as well about dealing with that side of things for me so um yeah I just love it I just I just I'm a runner I think some people just are aren't they and I think I'm always happy when I'm moving, really. So that's what I'm enjoying. And it really resonates with what you were saying about um, about headspace as well. I think when you've got yeah. kids, especially, it is nice just to have that bit of time a couple of times a week just to get out and not have to think about anything for a while. Exactly. Absolutely that, yeah. Um, so, okay, so you've been running for a long time. So there's there's probably a lot of great memories to, to call back and, and we'll probably spend a good chunk of time talking about some of the more recent stuff. But yeah. are there any kind of... Any events or, or running memories that you've got that really stand out as, as, as you know, important, amazing, yeah. things we'll never forget? 
Well, my first marathon, I don't think you ever forget your first marathon, do you? And I had absolutely no idea what I was letting myself in for. I just was one of those people who'd done 5K, 10K. And I remember saying to my dad, I'm going to run the London Marathon. Like it's that easy. And I got a charity place. Um, This was back in 2005, I think. Um, I think it was the year of the infamous Paula Poogate. So I got slightly... um, overshadowed by by that and my family thought that was more interesting but um and I just kind of I did train I did do the long runs but I didn't have a clue what I was doing um and I just ran I went I did everything you know like the textbook all the things you shouldn't do so new trainers uh hadn't tested out what I was going to eat went off really quick thinking I'm feeling amazing this is going to be so great I'm like a celebrity on tower yeah like absolute running this is easy and then I got to about mile 17 and I just literally I was hallucinating um the St John ambulance little old man stopped me and said I think you need this no no I'll be fine I didn't know what I was doing um kind of walked crawled the last nine-ish miles and then wanted to do it again as soon as I, as soon as I crossed the finish line I thought I was like a superhero um so you know I don't think you ever forget your first marathon um I think I always say to people it will always be your worst mine was epically my worst by a long way but I think even if you're quite serious about it you, you'd learn so much from a marathon so that's probably where I really got the bug and you know to go from just a little 5k 10k locally to me to the London Marathon I remember running across Tower Bridge and everyone shouting my name and just thinking this is the closest I'm ever going to get to being a celebrity this is like crazy you know and that feels like it's yelling at you um and that was a pretty special moment actually um because I this is quite embarrassing um, my husband takes the mickey out of me for this but my geography is shockingly bad <laughs> I really don't know where I am ever so I had no clue that when I turned I was about to run onto Tower Bridge I just hadn't I could have been anywhere in the world I just didn't know so I turned and then suddenly the bridge is in front of me and it was like really breathtaking oh my god I'm running across the middle of Tower Bridge here kind of thing and I think that's you know if you haven't done the London Marathon people are quite divided on it aren't they you know some people love it and some people see it's quite a you know over the top commercial event it's not that real racing feel but for me running across that bridge you know it was like wow I want to do this again and again and again it's it's funny you say it because Tom who we had on last week uh, said the exact gave the exact same story he told the exact same story he did London (laughs) Tower Bridge he felt like a celebrity it's it's hyper firm and it's it's you know it it's not a coincidence people say it is no it, but. it isn't no and it is it's just that you know that for me was that like I want and, and now and you don't you know no other races like London but there are many amazing races out there and just that feeling you know it's hard to replicate I think it's just an amazing feeling when you have a good race 100% is uh, is marathon the favorite distance then yes definitely I just respect the distance I just my dad and his friends used to say to me because they're part of a big running community locally and they always used to just say respect the distance um you know nothing's going to hand it to you like a marathon does you know and I think it's true because you're still racing it's still not you know I have huge respect for ultra runners who do these crazy distances but you know for me I'm more of a road racer so it's still a race but it's just that bit too far isn't it it's just that bit too much we can all get up to 20 miles relatively well you know it, it hurts but you can train up to that but when you get to that last bit it's just you've got to know yourself so well and you've got to you've got to have really been through the training and all of that to really you know to really succeed at the marathon so yeah for me it's all about I do enjoy a half marathon but it's just a bit more painful isn't it so 
yeah, yeah exactly exactly so no I'm definitely a marathon runner at heart definitely so it's interesting you say that then because the, the next point I've got my notes probably feeds into it quite nicely and, and it's more about kind of how you balance everything but because because marathons are you can't just like you said you can't just throw yourself into a marathon you know no. the, the training plan and, and I think funnily enough not to hijack your your story but my first memories of you and, and kind of getting to know you on Instagram was because I think we were both training for a marathon last year That's and right, realized yeah. about and we were doing the same plan so I kept liking something you do on Instagram then go out and do the same thing and think why am I what is going on and then it twigged about halfway through um, yeah. but uh but so yeah you're a mum you're a teacher you're part of an Instagram power couple of course with Adrian um how do you find how do you balance a hectic schedule with with, with these constant kind of marathon training plans? Yeah, well, it's a good question. And people ask us that a lot. And I think for us, we've always done it. Um, you're right, a marathon training plan is really intense. But actually, if your weekly mileage is always quite high, it's not quite so difficult. So we have a, a really, you know, we we have a structure that we both follow. We have to plan on a Sunday, you know, who's doing what. And you, you must get that with, with your wife too, you know, who's got the kids and tag teaming and all of those yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, being being organised is really important. But I say this a lot to people. If it, if it matters, you know, there is time. And when we go on to, you know, you, you that horrible app that you get on a Monday on your iPhone tells you how many hours you've been on your phone and you think... There's always time if you want something enough, and I do, and and I know, and Adrian knows, when I don't run, <laughs> it's not a good place. It's not a good, you know, I'm not in a happy place. So we do sacrifice other things. You know, we don't go out much. We don't watch much TV. If you talk to me about the latest, t I, I wouldn't have a clue um, because, you know, that's what matters to us. Um, and we've had to sort of learn, learn over time, you know, what works best. One of us will do the early run you know one of us won't and that kind of thing and our kids are really good because they've just grown up with it so my little boy is five and he will say he knows what my pb is he know you know that is like part of our language and i think it's just who we are um so i think you know you can do it you can do it but you but you do have to be really disciplined and sometimes a little bit selfish you know uh, the kids come first of course but after that running is you know the next thing so our family have to be quite understanding and stuff but um we're happier we're better parents you know when we do so I think you've got that motivation all the time and like you said about headspace I you know I'm a firm believer that mental health you know it, it, it doesn't have to be that you have mental health issues or difficulties although a lot of us I think do um but even if it's just daily mental health it's about making sure you prioritize those things that matter to you and, and it does so I you, you know that for me I think there's always a bit more time than people sometimes feel but you do have to be very organized yeah I absolutely agree and have the kids yeah. got the book then are the kids running yeah they've both done um their 10 park runs well they would have done a lot more by now obviously recent circumstances aside they've done 25 volunteers each at park run already um I quick uh, my little boy's a footballer so he's more into techers yeah. and stuff right so now they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but they, they're just active and that that's what matters um I hope that continues it's hard isn't it as a parent because you don't want to push what you love too much because then you, you worry they're gonna be like, oh, you know but um but they do they do seem to really enjoy it so hopefully that will continue good I'm gonna need to get some tips from you because I can't <laughs> get I've got the the, the nine year old well he's, he's sorry nine year old eleven year old but he's the football mad and yeah convince him to run and he'll bang out a 25 minute park run and then and then never do it again and you're like just just anyway 
But there we go. Oh, that's, that's oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, right, let's, let's bring it up to date because because you are in the midst of quite a lot running wise at the moment, aren't mm. you? You've, you? You've just uh, done a marathon yeah. and you are just about to do another. So can we start by talking about what happened in September then and your... Uh, is it, Mal, I don't pronounce it wrong. <laughs> so Mal- Malvern Hills, Malvern, Malvern. Turns out posh you are, yeah. Mal- Malvern, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so you ran a trailing marathon. I did. So can you tell me, tell me all about that? Yeah, so um, I turned 40, uh, the, the, uh, well, five days after I ended up running it. And so in, in lockdown, I wanted to have a challenge. I wanted to have something to focus, like a lot of us did. I'm quite a disciplined person. And when I don't have those goals, I, I struggle. So um, over lockdown, I decided I'm not going to be able to have a party, I don't think, you know, and, and do all the we were going to go to New York or all these crazy ideas that we have. We weren't going to do any of those. So I decided that I would set myself a fitness challenge. Um, I, originally, I was just going to do a run around Loki around here and just sort of say to the running club and so on, if people wanted to join me for a mile or whatever, you know, let's just do something where we can all run together and virtually and so on if we wanted. But one day in the summer holidays, I, uh, we went up to the Malvern Hills, which is a place where I, again, cry alert. Um, but a place <laughs> where I used to go with my dad a lot. Um, he used to make us trudge up there every new year's day actually when we were hungover and we'd be home from university but like it doesn't matter how unwell you are we would have to walk so it really reminded me of my dad so I took the kids up there um over the summer because we did an adventure we went up to watch the sunrise one morning up there and I just thought you know what I'm gonna run up here I'm gonna run up here on my own and just make my dad's missed all the milestones in my life you know he he was he'd already died before I met my husband before my children you know my 30th he wasn't around so I thought I want him to be part of the celebration of this milestone um I'm just going to run on my own all the way up to the beacon have a, t- a bit of time up there um to talk to him and then run back and uh, all the people that would have bought a pint all the people that would have bought an outfit to come to my big party which no longer exists can give the money to the local hospice which cared for dad in the last well he was he was there for a few days at the end of his life but the day hospice also looked after him after his diagnosis so it's a you know local hospice who's really struggled in lockdown because of the lack of funding and the lack of support and so on and actually they've worked harder than ever so it started off as this tiny little, I'm going to get sponsored to run up the beacon on my own, but Ruth being Ruth, <laughs> and I shared it with people in the media and stuff locally, found out about it, and it became quite a big deal, and there was a photographer at the top of the beacon, and lots of, you know, amazing people gave up their time for free um, to help promote it, which meant that we raised a huge amount more money than I ever dreamed that we would, and, and an awareness as well of the hospice and the work that they were doing. And I talked a lot on the radio and, and at the time in, in the paper about running and dealing with your grief. And um, that's been shared, you know, with bereavement support and so on. So so it actually took on something much be- better than I ever hoped, uh, which meant I had to do it uh, because there's a lot of people watching. So, um, so yeah, so I ran from my home up to the Beacon, which was 16 miles uphill, uh, trails mainly. And then I just ran home down the the main road <laughs> I was like I'm just gonna take the crickets away home um and it was amazing it was it was just amazing there was people you know I had people at various points on the way and then we I finished on the local race course which is where part run normally happens so there were quite a few people down there all spaced out um of course um but it was just really nice to sort of have the, have everyone at the end as well so I couldn't think I'm not 
a massive party goer as I said I don't go out that much anymore and things so it probably was the perfect way to celebrate and to raise that money for you know dad's memory he has a forget-me-not fund as part of the hospice which is one of the things they do they they're really good at not forgetting families when people have have lost a loved one and and they stay in touch and they offer an awful lot of support after and that's one of the things you do you have a forget-me-not fund where you can raise money in in memory so all of that money's gone in there so I was very grateful to everybody who supported that and sponsored me. Good story. And um, and, and, to, and to be fair, and you raised a lot of money. I think, mm. I, think I, I, I completely forgot because my memory is terrible. So I think I think I donated right at the end. And when I saw the amount, I was like, yeah, there we go. Ruth done it again. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for donating. I really do appreciate is, it. But that is a testament to... You, you're, you're very good on social media. I know I'm good at social media. <laughs> But you do, you, you, you're very easy to relate to and um, and your story is quite inspirational and you engage people as well, despite the fact you've got a, you've got a pretty substantial following, particularly on Instagram. Um, how, how do you find social media fits into your running journey? That's a really good question. I set up the account to fundraise. So the, the initial reason I set up my Instagram account was I ran the London Marathon in 2018 for the hospice again, for my, for my dad's hospice. And I set it up because I'd done a local charity um, a local raffle for the charity and I basically tried to make people give me prizes by saying oh I'll promote you on this Instagram page which I didn't even have um, so, so that people would give me more prizes and I set it up and, and I decided as an accountability thing that I'd document every single run that I did in the build-up to the marathon but it turned out I got really injured so then it became a bit of an injury diary and people relate to that I think so I started to get people who would then respond and ask me how the injury was and so on um, and the London Marathon itself was a disaster it was that it was the boiling hot year uh where we all nearly died um it was horrendous wasn't it really really difficult conditions for us all um and um loads of people comment you know just engaged with me on that sort of thing and, and I made loads of friends you know people who I actually still talk to now and that was the only real reason I ever set it up it was this you know it was just a way of documenting um my runs and how I felt about running and it just took on this life of its own and people ask me that a lot you know um sort of why did I do it or what you know what's its purpose but it was just a way of me say you know sort of saying well I can't say I didn't run today because I told everyone I was going to so I'm not going to do it um and over time and you know this as well as I do there's some amazing people out there that you end up linking up with and and I'm getting to know and I just think it's an amazing community of people um I try really hard I being a teacher I teach secondary age children um so well young people um and I know that the damage that social media can do if it only looks perfect and if everyone looks like all they do is the amazing runs I am quite a positive person so yes I am smiling mostly and that's you know if you knew me that is me you know that's not a front but I try to um, be honest I try to be real about things so if I am struggling I try to say and I think people you know then reach out to that they they respond to that sometimes um but I think it's it's just for me now it's just part of my social circle you know I don't do anything to engage you know or you know follow account all that kind of stuff that's never ever been any interest to me at all it's just about 
like I still don't know why people follow me like I sometimes I look and I'm like oh my god I need to think about what I'm saying here because a lot of people are reading this but I'm just me I just I just you know and I think lately especially since lockdown um because that affected me really badly like a lot of us I'm I'm very much an outdoors person I'm quite a routine person all the things that we've all struggled with so I've talked quite a lot more about you know mental health about the fact that you know if only the if all we see on social media is the good things how I don't think that's the right thing to do I guess people associate with that as well I just think there's some amazing people out there and I just think that it's just such a lovely supportive community people ask me a lot if I experience negativity on there I'm probably tempting fate now I shouldn't say this but I genuinely don't I just genuinely don't I don't get the horrible comments or you know some of the stuff that you hear about um and I think that's because the running community it's not the same as other communities out there I think they are just generally a really nice bunch of people so it's a positive place to be I'm certainly not like linked to you know if it wasn't that way I wouldn't stay I never intended to but the way it is right now I just think it's helped a lot of us hasn't it through a difficult time definitely definitely and I think and I think you're right and again that's that that's kind of the reason we, we decided to put the podcast together and, and the the purpose is not to tell stories of quick runners or yeah. world record breaking. Yeah. I mean, maybe we will talk to some people who, who do these amazing feats, but for me, it's just everybody you, you see, you can follow somebody who's got 12 followers and they've just got this incredible story. And you know what? Running isn't, running's just the byproduct of it. I think, you know, that it's it's the people that sit behind it. And that's what I, I is so great. I, th- I think the running comes second a lot of the time and the and the people come first, which is why I think it's such a great community to be a part of. Um Absolutely. talk to me then about London this year. <laughs> so yeah. so you've got so London obviously put off, put off, put off, put off, cancelled, back, whatever. Um uh, just for people listening's uh benefit. This is probably going to go out later on in October, probably the third week of October, but we are only on the 1st of October now. Yeah. So 4th of October is London Day. That's when the elites are running um, and the virtual days as well. So you're going to be running it virtually? I am. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah so um, I do worry that the whole coronavirus thing could be my fault because um, I have, I've applied for the London Marathon in the ballot. So I talked to you about 2005. That was the first year I applied for the London Marathon in the ballot and I didn't get in. And I've applied every year until last year and I've never got in. Uh, 15 years with gaps, you know, for the kid, two years where I didn't because I was pregnant. Um, in that time, my husband's got in three times in the ballot and I've never got in until last year. And I was like, woohoo, you know, 15th year in a row. I've got a ballot place. This is amazing. And then, of course, um, it gets postponed to October, um, which we all felt pretty gutted about. And then it got to about the summer and I thought, you know what, I don't think it's going to happen in October. I'm going to be clever here and defer to the following April um, because I'm I'm more of a a winter trainer. I'm I'm much better training in in the sort of January to March time than I am in the summer. So I thought I was being a bit sneaky and deferred really early. And then, of course, the announcement that it isn't on until the following October, which I think threw us all a bit um, at the time. I don't know about you. That was one of those things for me that that did really affect me quite a lot because it felt like the powers that be were saying this isn't going to be all right in April. And I was like, oh, God, you know. So um, so that was really tough. So I'd already decided to do this uh, Malvern birthday challenge before I heard about this virtual event. Um, and I wasn't going to do it, but because I 
initially because I, I was 40 in September and this is the 40th medal and it's got a 40 on it I mean what more reason do you need yeah then obviously I couldn't I got complete FOMO um and had to do it um because that's the kind of person I am so I signed up and it's slightly probably a little silly because I have only just done a marathon like two and a half weeks ago and, and it, you know disclaimer it's probably not ideal um but that was a trail marathon and I did go slow I did stop bits you know I'm certainly not proclaiming any time on Strava you know what happens when you do that um so um so that wasn't you know it it wasn't me running at at my sort of full pelt if you like so I'm going to give it a go uh but I don't know how it's going to go initially I when I was running in April I wanted to to try and get good for age and make this like a really sort of big deal for me speed wise but I think I've learned a lot since then you know we I've been running all summer just for the love of running and yes I have done those speed sessions and I have done the training because that's I enjoy it um do you know what I think there's more to life than than running at that absolute you know your limit for that marathon distance and it's very difficult virtually I mean I've heard a lot of people say virtual races aren't the same and and all of this but the truth is when you're running around a dog and you're running around a little old lady or you're running you know you're, you're you're thinking social distancing as well and there's traffic and there's all these other things going on you know that's easily a good sort of five ten minutes on your time I think so it's just about the fun being part of what I hope will be a really lovely day um it's been really nice I mean as you say when this goes out we'll know but I've heard the race director talking and saying if you see someone with a number you know stop cheer them give them that give them that love give them that respect and I really hope that happens because it could feel like quite a special morning for a lot of people if it does um I'm lucky Worcester's a massive um running community um and we've got a really big running club down here and uh, loads of us are doing it and of course sending out the numbers was a really nice touch so I'm hoping it will feel like something quite special to be part of sort of say I did that you know when when hopefully all these things are back to normal in the future yeah um yeah yeah exactly exactly that yeah you know it's you know it's a special one um so yeah that's what it's about it's just about um having a bit of fun even though when I said that work today everybody looked to me like I was actually <laughs> deranged 26 um, miles yeah they were like really you could just go to the pub or you know <laughs> go for dinner but I was like no I'm just gonna run 26 miles I'll be fine but um yeah so I'm running with Adrian which is despite the fact that we've been together for 15 years we've never run a marathon together so pray for him <laughs> <laughs> or me I know him him for sure so it could be interesting so when, by the time this goes well, out, we'll know, we'll check we'll know. my Instagram. If, if, yeah, if you're both still alive, we'll know. It'll yeah, if there was a headline about um, yeah, a man disappearing into a river in Worcester, <laughs> then you'll know that it was me. <laughs> um, so, so the, the plan is to, to to run it, run it. You're not going to break it up over the day and do. No, we're going to run it, run it, um, because we've got someone looking after the kids, so we've only got a certain amount yeah. of time. Um, so we are going to run it. Yes. Um, quite early try and get it done and get back to see Kipchoge finish hopefully that, that's what I quite like to do yeah my coach is running and she's running in the women's but um so I'll look out for her maybe as, as we run <laughs> and then get back for the men's yeah. yeah uh okay so before we finish up what's uh, what's in plan for 2021 I mean I know um hopefully London when it eventually goes ahead but have you got any other big goals plans ambitions I'd quite like to do an ultra. I've never done an ultra. So um, I'd quite like to do one of the race 
to the stones to the tower type thing um whether that's next year or not I'm not sure but that's in you know in the back pocket I wanted to do New York marathon um but again given given all of the world right now I'm not sure America would be my number one place to visit right now so that probably won't happen either um but I'm, I think really for me despite the fact that I've talked to you for half an hour about the love of running I think which is obviously completely true I think next year will be a bit about speed I've I have entered a new age category after all so it suddenly becomes easier to do and um and I feel like you know I feel in in quite good shape I've got my nutrition stuff sorted a lot better over lockdown and um I think you know not getting any younger now or never let's see if I can do Boston maybe so we'll see yeah we'll see amazing <laughs> uh, and, and well and certainly a journey that that's going to be fun to to watch as well um and follow so before we finish if you've got anything you want to plug anything you want to mention anybody you want to shout out anyone you're representing brand ambassador in anything oh, like that? well I am a brand ambassador but you know what that isn't who I am I do that oh. for when I get asked to do things like that I do it I try to do it for small companies and I um businesses that I know the owner of and I always sort of talk to the owners first and um if I like them and I think do you know what I you know if I can help I will yeah. then I do um I'd hate for anyone to think the first thing about me is that I push the brands that I work with because that isn't me at all however there are some amazing ones out there, there and you can you can see those on my profile that's not who I'm about but I just think thank you for having me on and I think you guys particularly just to give you a shout out for doing this because Instagram it's hard to be you sometimes you know those little squares I say this a lot don't I but they they can look quite perfect with a nice filter and I do it we all do it and we all look beautiful and amazing every now and again but actually giving people a voice behind that is really nice thing to do so uh, thank you for doing that and I think it's I'm really looking forward to hearing all of your episodes it's going to be really mm. good fun and I think because you guys are pretty real you know it, it's um and like you say, you know, you I love I love what you did the other day sharing your own runs. So thank you for doing that. So I'll definitely give you guys a shout out. I've already mentioned my family. Mm -hmm. And so other than that, no, that's just me. That's me. What you see is what you get, hopefully. But yeah. um, thank you very much. And no. if, if you know, if anyone isn't following me and after listening to this, it resonates with them, then let me know. Send me a message and let me know. That would be amazing. And of course, and and the whole world follows you, Ruth. So in case <laughs> In case they don't, you've got 400,000 followers on Instagram. Ruth <laughs> underscore runs, if it I remember is. right. Yes, that's Terrible correct. Terrible research, but yeah, that's right. Isn't it? <laughs> Lovely. Okay, well, I'll let you get back to aging the kids. Uh, thank thank you. you so much for your time. Thank really you for having me. It. Yeah, and, uh, and good luck on Sunday with the, uh, with the upcoming London Marathon to both thank of you. you. All right. Thank you. All the best. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. It's Paul here from the production team. I want to just take a moment to talk about mental health. Many of us struggle on a day-to-day -day basis with our mental health and this year in particular has seen us face unprecedented challenges resulting in an increase in mental health issues. I personally have found this year exceedingly tough mentally. I lost my mum to cancer at the start of this year which was the hardest thing I've ever encountered emotionally. Then shortly after returning to work from compassionate leave was when lockdown then hit. Working from home for several months has at times left me feeling isolated and withdrawn. As a dyslexic adult, I also face daily challenges in my work and personal life and can often feel mentally exhausted. Every day is a challenge and sometimes I struggle. Being dyslexic 
I've over the years adopted many coping strategies to help me reduce stress and anxiety. Two of my coping strategies are mindfulness and running. Mindfulness helps to relax my body and mind, whilst running helps me to relieve stress and can help to lift my mood. After my mum passed away, I found that following my training plan gave me some structure and a purpose to run when I didn't feel like running. I remember bursting into tears on some of my runs following mum's death as memories came flooding back, but I felt better at the end of the run for letting the emotion out and processing my grief. I'm lucky in that I have supportive family, friends and colleagues around me who I can talk to, many of whom have helped me get through this year by listening and providing support. If you're struggling at all, please reach out and talk to someone. It's okay to not be okay, so please don't suffer in silence. If you feel you don't have anyone to talk to, then charities like Calm and Mind have dedicated helplines available. The Samaritans are open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if you need a listening ear or someone to talk to. At times like this, we need to look out for each other. People often say that they're okay or all right, but we can never be sure of what someone is going through. Please remember, today, you could be standing next to someone who is trying their best not to fall apart. So whatever you do today, do it with kindness in your heart. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. And that, after your bus has gone past, so we can start recording again, Matthew. <laughs> it sold you out. That was that was rude. <laughs> nice one. Yes, I enjoyed that one again. Yeah, really good fun chat, wasn't it? And for anyone who doesn't know, who's who's obviously super excited to find out what happened on Roos London Marathon uh, attempt, which happened between uh, the release and and obviously recording the uh, the segment, she did it, Matt, in three hours, forty seven minutes, and fifty two seconds. Jeez, a sub four. Everyone's sub after that sub four, four aren't they? Everyone's Beautiful. after that sub four. It's quick, yeah, isn't it? To say it wasn't in yeah. race conditions either. I know, yeah. <clears throat> you don't got that, uh, that camaraderie of people cheering you on and stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a sub one. Well done, indeed. Ruth. Well done, Ruth, indeed. So, yeah, great guest. Really enjoyed that one. Um, so, we've got a few more bits to get through, Matt, with everybody. Uh, caption contest. Uh, yep. It was it was good last week, wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Uh, it was Apart from the fact that everyone alluded to me uh, having genital herpes or whatnot, <laughs> it was well, quite fun. Well, I will tell you what, mate. Let me let you. You did suffer a little bit last week, so let me let me feed your ego, okay? So this week's photo. So guys, again, if you check the launch um, uh, post that we put on on all of our social media for today, it will include some of our favourite captions for this week's caption contest. So I decided to take you out the firing line and put a picture of me on. Okay, so you guys have a look at that now. You will see that it's a picture of me. It looks like I'm asleep. I'm not actually asleep. I'm just on my phone, not socialising with people. But it looks a bit like I'm asleep. Um, so just, 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 just to feed your ego a little bit, Matt. The yeah. response rate that we got on this one was much, much lower right. <laughs> than the one last week. Which frankly says to me, mate, you're the star of the show. If you're oh. not included... Now, I'm, I'm bitterly, bitterly upset we'll by our fans. <laughs> we'll, 
we're going to have to negotiate this contract again, then, aren't we? Mate, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to give you. I'm gonna have to give you more than a curly whirly a week. <laughs> oh, uh, but we did have we did have a few good ones, although mostly they were done by submitted by our own production team, which I don't. That makes me feel worse. If I'm honest, I, I've got I've got pity captions. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I did one as well. Yeah, you, yeah, weird. So you submitted. You just had to get in. You you think you're smarter than you are. You tried to get in something that implied that I also have a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. Um, uh, but saw right through you. Rob wants to check his warts were the same as Matt's. He desperately wanted to be twinning. <laughs> I don't. It's not your finest work. But fine. Yes, we both got STDs. Uh, uh, another Matt, and this is the worst bit. They're all they're all about you. You're involved in all of these captions. Like people I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a comedy value, aren't I? You're the star of the show, mate. You're the star of the show. Uh, your your good lady wife Donna uh, having a few Z's thinking about Matt. Oh, bless her. True. <laughs> True. You weren't you weren't on that uh, day out, so I was. I was missing you. <laughs> I was missing you. Yeah. Um, uh, Nat, who is another of our production team. Um, worryingly apt shit it's my round quick let's pretend i'm asleep i am as you may not know this about me i'm as tight as a duck's ass so um <laughs> you <laughs> yeah that's pretty apt uh, jg runs for mind uh, when i look through this magnifying glass it almost looks like a cocktail sausage well the joke's on you jg runs for mind because it is smaller than a cocktail sausage <laughs> yeah. um, but my favourite one is Lou, who said, when someone buys you a pack of bacon rashers, but they aren't vegan, which there is a story behind in that Lou brought some bacon rashers for the picnic that we were having. Um, in case you're not plant-based, why would you know this? But most bacon rashers are accidentally vegan. It's a common vegan treat. Um, uh, apart from the, you know, Frazzles, the brand ones. Mm. They're, they're not oh. <laughs> Here we is go. That, is this your announcement jumping in, trying to steal the show? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm in the bus station, so it's <laughs> yeah, good, good. Well, we're, just, we're, not, we're not cutting it. We're not cutting it. We're just we're rolling with the punches. So, uh, he, knew, he knew you were talking, Rob. That's what it was. So he just wants to shut you up for a little bit. <laughs> shut up. Just stop talking. It's too much. But yes, yeah, so uh, Louise brought bacon rashers for me, bless her, knowing that I was vegan, uh, but brought non-vegan bacon rashers uh, to a picnic we went on, uh, which I, is ironic because Louise. Also vegan. <laughs> oh, she's dropped a howler there. She's dropped an absolute howler. So, Louise, you are our caption contest winner. But thank you to the four people that submitted. We'll put a picture of Matt back on next week so you can all get involved again. Um, make Matt run. The yes. Make Matt run challenge. Aye. <laughs> Except it's not the Make Matt run challenge, is it? it isn't it? It was, it was striked out and it was Jack last week. And now it's this week. It's, uh, it's Joe. <laughs> So how are you feeling after last week, mate? Because Jack... He's not even a friend of mine. I've deleted him off all my social media. You're dead to me, Matt. Yeah, he is. So, yeah, I'm a little bit more... What's the word? Hopeful for jokes. Yeah, less apprehensive. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's the opposite of that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, should we just should we give Joe a quick ring then? Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> and we'll we'll see how it went. Hi, Matthew. Hi, oh, Joe. You all right? Yeah, good. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. Rob's here. Rob's in call with me just to uh, ringing about this uh, GPS art that we've done. Georgio okay. Spain. 
Well, hi, Robert. All right. Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, good. How did it go? Really well. Mm. Really good, I think. Yeah. That, is, that, is, is that a false sense of optimism? Just to throw me off the scent a little bit? No, I'm actually really proud of it. It's the first Strava art I've ever done, and I think I've nailed it, to be honest. Okay. It better be good, better be good, Joe. We need this for 2-1. Yeah. Matt, this is yours. This is, you have won this. Nice one, nice one. So are you going to ping it over to us then? Uh, you ready? Yeah, go on. Come in, hang on. So just to clarify, while Joe is sending that, guys, this would be a great opportunity to pop over to our social media, take a look at the Make Matt Runs Challenge post, and you will be able to see uh, Joe's effort, which you're going to send through now, I believe. It's gone. Yes. So this is, no, what do you mean, yes? That, look at it. How it's good is that? So it's meant to be a bus, right? A what is a, I can, like bus? I can clearly see a bus. Quite obviously a bus. Wheels. What more <laughs> do you want? <laughs> it's got yeah okay yeah maybe wheels what's what's the bit of the back that comes down into the ground well it's obvious oh, isn't it the, yeah yeah exhaust pipe an exhaust pipe yeah an exhaust right. pipe so all exhaust pipes just go into the ground do they now have you seen well, my buses yeah yeah this is <laughs> well yeah when you're driving the bus potentially Matt. yeah um and it's meant to be a what fart like bus what defines it as a what the fart like bus well, can you not see the letters on the bus, WTF? You can clearly see what it says, Rob. I can see it looks like you've let the kids scribble across the middle of it. <laughs> it clearly <laughs> says WTF across the bus. It said, I'll give you the W. No, 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 no. It, sa it says Y. It says W-I-E. Why? No, it says WTF. As, as, in, as, as in, why have you done this? <laughs> It's pretty clear. That's WTF. It's pretty clear, I think. I'm not she's, having it. She's even run a mile, look. Not like Jack's efforts last week. Yeah, That's yeah. Another, I, that's I, met the, I, met the distance, I met the distance criteria as well. Right, I'd just like to point out, guys, stop comparing yourselves to Jack. If we, if all we say, if the only criteria to get a point for Matt is you have to be better than Jack, then everyone's going to get a point for Matt, aren't they? Because Jack's was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's, yeah. it's it's better. It's better than Jack's. I'll give you that. Okay. But I'm I'm not giving up the point. No. Matt, we're gonna my, have to take we're gonna have to take this offline. It's my point. I agree. I think it's yours, Matt. Well, of course you'd agree. You drew it. You're not gonna be like, no, it's yeah. crap, are you? <laughs> it's excellent. That's that's all I can say. It's excellent. No. Ooh, Matt. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Then fair enough. <laughs> we're having for next week, then, Joe. We'll decide this offline. I reckon let's go Paul. So I reckon he Paul. fancies it. Yeah, he's back after his marathon. Mar yeah. Recovery, isn't he? So, okay, we'll get Paul doing it next week. Yeah. Right, okay, good effort. Thanks. Fantastic um, effort. Calm down. 2-1, 2-1. It's not 2-1. Not, not, not yet. I'm not, I'm not giving this up. Not without a fight. All right. Okay. I'll Lady. let you guys work it out then. All right. See you soon. Ah. I'm not having it. No, it's hundred it, percent. It's it's a win for me. It's not a win. It's it's better than Jack's, but that's like not hard. If I'm honest, no. that's like that's you can, you can tell what it is. It's got wheels. It's got a WTF in the middle of it. It looks like a bus. It's even got an exhaust pipe on it. 
Yeah, but the exhaust pipe points directly down into the floor. No, I'm, I'm, it's, it's me for the win. One, okay. two, one to me. All right, okay, we can't agree. So, how about we just put it out to everybody? Mm. Yeah, let, let, on, let yeah. the people yes. decide. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. we'll do a story on our Instagram. So, if you can check that out, guys, if you are on Instagram and vote whether or not you think that Joe's submission for uh, Make Matt Run is a win for Matt or it's a win for Rob. The correct answer is it's a win for Rob because it was thoroughly mediocre. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, next week. Halloween, Halloween. Do a, do, a hallo- do a spooky Halloween voice, Matt. <laughs> I can't do a spooky Halloween. <laughs> I'm not going to try then at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Rob. <laughs> that's, that's all like Scooby Doo. <laughs> Often, I do think that we are a little bit like Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Right. Which one am I then? I'll, I'll be Scrappy Doo. Shall I? <laughs> no, no. You're Scooby Doo. I'm Shaggy. You're Scooby Doo. Ah, yeah. You've got the hair for it. <laughs> yeah, Jack's Jack Scrappy. Hmm. Anyway, people don't care about this at all, do they? Um, Halloween is next week. So Joe has already alluded to the fact that Paul is going to be running uh, the next Make Mac Run Challenge because you're still hurt. Um, So I think it should be Halloween-themed. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. What What, what could it be? What we're thinking. What we're thinking. I know. I know. No, we're not going to make it easy. Uh, yeah. A, br- a broomstick. A broomstick. Just a straight line. <laughs> no. Um, what, about, uh, what about a pumpkin? Hmm, that's a good idea. Why yeah, because it can be a bit creative then, can't it? Because what the pumpkin looks like inside the circle will determine whether or not it's good enough to be a win for you or not. Mm. What I have found, though, with these GPS arts, the bigger the, the bigger the area you do it, the better it looks. Stop, Stop giving people tips. <laughs> That's cheating. So, so Paul, you need to be big. You need to find a humongous field and then do it on there. Make a massive bloody pumpkin. Uh, right then, Matt, have you got a good news story for this week for me? Uh, yes, we certainly have. Uh, Mr. Ian Barnes from uh, Darlington, eighty-five years old, is uh, just what, gone and smashed. He's gone and smashed the British Masters record for uh, for the mile. Uh, Eight minutes, ten seconds. Eight minute, ten point four. He got. Wow. So uh, that's smashed, really smashed that amount. Like, it is, yeah, eighty-five years old. Eighty-five. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that whenever we do these feel-good stories, the yeah. running theme with them tends to be that they are people, let's say, advancing in years, yes. who are basically still doing amazing things in running, <laughs> yeah. uh, compared to me and you, who are in our thirties and will make any excuse not to have to run. <laughs> And we're doing absolutely nothing, yeah. <laughs> all, all older people, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It puts us to shame, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. No no disrespect at all to Ian Barnes. Ian Barnes is definitely one of our running heroes of the week. However, I think that we should shout out uh, some running heroes slightly close to home, Matt. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, your good so, lady wife. Yeah, how about... So, well, should we talk about my good lady wife or your good lady wife first? Uh, either or, mate, either or. Well, I'll talk about your good lady wife to start right, with. Yo. So your good lady wife, Donna, yes. only completed her couch to 5K six weeks ago, yeah, something like eight like weeks ago, something like that, uh, really recent. And then today, she's just gone and smashed the 10K out. Yeah, just, just gone and smashed it out of just like, Casually gone out without telling anybody, anybody and just <laughs> just knocked the 10K out, as you do. You're, <laughs> you're still faking injuries. So, so Donna is now the runner in the household, isn't she? 
Yeah, she's off to talk to me, mate. I'm, I'm going to have to stop this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop. Yeah, I'm going to make a, make a, uh, I'm going to trip her up or something. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, speaking of tripping up, did you, did you watch the uh, women's race yesterday? The um, when you, right, well, there was a bit of a tripping off all the Chep Churcher who won it. There's yeah, a few yeah. trip. There was a few trips in there, and uh, I got me thinking: was that done on purpose? If you're if you're in a race with somebody and you're kind of struggling you're feeling a bit you know I'm, I'm not really into this do you remember being in school when you used to uh like walk behind people. somebody <laughs> yes. i don't fancy this i'm gonna trip her up and take off you know what i mean Let, let's face it everybody knows that our knowledge of um of, of track and field is, is limited based on yes. the reports that we do but um i think yeah they get tangled up yeah, it, yeah it's, it's quite cutthroat and it's quite dangerous track yes, when they're all punched together Start. Yeah. Uh, right, we're getting off track. So Donna well, is definitely a hero as well. She is, but also your good lady wife just went out and uh, smashed out a half marathon, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. So Sammy is six month postpartum. If you want to feel any worse about your, your fake injury, <laughs> man, I'll, I'll I'll put the fire nail in the coffin. My my wife is six months postpartum. She had our third child six months ago, and uh, and she's got back into running pretty much immediately afterwards. She's done some amazing things. Um, but she's never run further than a 10k in her life before baby, right. whatever. And uh, yeah, and then to, uh, yesterday she didn't even tell me. She just got up early, ran off, and then I, I was woken up by a buzz on Strava. Still in bed, still lying in bed, ignoring <laughs> the kids. The kids are crying in every room, and I'm just pretending they're not there. Why is Sammy not gone to get them? Um, and uh, and yeah, the buzz was Sammy uh, just nailed the two hour and six minute half marathon for fun on a whim. Yeah, what? Well, just because she can. Just because they're awesome, because they are, they are both bloody awesome, aren't they? So that's that'll get us some brownie points, I reckon. Will do. So <laughs> so with that in mind, uh, me and Matt are shit, and uh, Sammy, Donna, and of course the great Ian Barnes. You are our running heroes of the week. We salute you. Well done. Um, couple of thank yous before we get out of here, then Matt. Yeah. Uh, uh, as always, is that what's that? It sounds like. So that's some idiot screaming at bus station across from me in the car park. It's, it sounded like an alien invasion. It was. Oh, a, I'll go back like inside. The, it's really War of the Worlds. Get inside. Are you safe? Yeah. Matt, blink, Matt, blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. Okay, let's let's just get out of here because this is just next 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 week. Do this from home. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as always, thank you to Graham Lindley for our amazing theme music. Uh, awesome. Love it. Best bit of the show. Uh, thank you to our incredible production team uh, for all of the um, uh, help and support in doing the show. Big shout out to our editor, Jack, who ran his first ultra this week. Yeah, smashed it. 40, 40 mile ultra, I think, just over, just over five hours here, isn't it? Yeah, he, he could run 40 miles quicker than I can run a <laughs> Pretty amazing. Uh, he is awesome, obviously. Uh, I knew he was going to nail it, but um, he was a bit nervous, wasn't he? So he smashed it. Well done, Jack. Um, thank you to Ruth. Uh, if you don't already follow Ruth, she's Ruth underscore runs on Instagram. Check out all the good stuff she's doing. Uh, next week, we've got Rav. Yes, Rav, is it Rav Billen, is it? Rav Billen, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Another amazing yeah. lady. Uh, girl yeah. power on the show. I think we needed it last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Another incredible woman uh, who has just done some amazing uh, marathon challenges. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into that with her. 
talk a little about how she got into running. It's another really good one. Again, I've recorded it already. I'm super excited to share that with you all. Um, any chance of a run next week, Matt? Yes, possibly. I've, I did a, a, I'm doing the couch to 5K thing. You're doing uh, couch to 5K, aren't you? That's so cool. I am, yes. I am, yeah. I've uh, been advised to uh, do that by the, uh, the um, physio team that I've been to see, the massage therapy team. Uh, yeah. Sean and Simon, so a big shout out to them helping me through this. Uh, advised me to do the couch to 5K along with uh, a bit of cycling. So start that. Start how, are you, that. how are you finding couch to 5K? You're feeling like you want to just go quicker. Yeah, it's for, it's forcing me to slow down. So uh, I, normally you go on run walks and you just want to get going, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is it's, I've, I've actually downloaded the app and I'm actually following it because it's it's uh, it makes you think about what you're doing. Quite motivational, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, yeah, I'm. Uh, thanks for asking. I'm. Uh, <laughs> Rude. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in a, I'm in a different environment here. It's, it's weird doing it over the sky. So, how are you? How about you, Rob? Well, thanks for asking, Matt. <laughs> not expecting this bit. This is, uh, ooh, um, yeah, so I've got two weeks off work. Oh, nice. Uh, which I've needed, I think. I'm, I'm burnt out, I reckon, uh, with all the podcast stuff, uh, as well as my day job. So, I've got two weeks. So, I think. I'm going to use it just to really nail some training. So I'm going to make sure I do four, uh, sorry, five, five days. And I'm going to do some mm-hmm. strength and conditioning as well, because that's just fallen off since lockdown. So I'm going to, I'm, I think I'm going to give yoga a try. Mm, I thought about doing that, actually, just to try and give the old muscles a bit of a stretch. So if we have any avid yoga fans, instructors who want to show me what to do um, without charging me because I'm really cheap, um, then send me some ideas for me to do some yoga. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit in downward facing dog. Is that what? Is that what? I don't even know what. I'm going to move on before I, before I embarrass myself <laughs> I even more. So. I think you mixed two poses there together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, yeah, please help me do yoga. Um, uh, just out of pity. Uh, and that's it, I think. So uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing you again, friend. I miss you. Yeah, oh, thank you. I'm looking forward to it as well. I think I'm off next week as well, so we might have to uh, try and meet up for a room, a room walk. A walk? Yeah, I'm up for a walk. And I know you miss me too, even though you won't say it. <laughs> Matt, Matt, say, say I love you or I'm not hanging up the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, you put the phone down. <laughs> uh, right, just before Matt goes completely red in a bus station, uh, I, I've been Rob, and you can get me, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Rob. And I'm uh, Matt and uh, Matty Owls. Matty Owls. Uh, we'll see you next week. Ciao.